Welcome to Sunday Chat with the Youngs, a monthly podcast dedicated to stories about Youngs Jersey there, family business ownership, tales of running a restaurant, and of course, ice cream. And now, here are your hosts, Dan Young, Kelly Young, and John Young. All right, welcome to uh, Sunday Chat with the Youngs. I've got my co-host as usual, Dan Young, Chief Ice Cream Dipper. Good morning. And Kelly Young, we haven't given you a title, Word, Word oh, Extraordinaire. It's fun. Sure. Yeah. I mean... The, the one that can be cut out. The one that can be cut out. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. O- only a young by paperwork. I'm, I, I think we've talked about this, but I'm fairly certain that if we were to dissolve, my family would just absorb you and kick me out completely. Yeah. So. Well, I, I'm more fun to be around. You are. That's, that's <laughs> for sure. All right. So this is episode, uh, I probably should have looked, is episode five? Six? It sounds like that. Five or six? Five or six. I don't know. You, you count them up. Jim, you listen. How many episodes have we done? I think I think you've done four. All right, so, so five. We'll call it right. five. Five. And if we're wrong, whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll tell him, Dan. I've actually listened to some of the yeah. podcasts, cool. believe it or not. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So we wanted to bring in. Uh, we've talked to we've talked to Youngs. We've talked to uh, Youngs employees. We wanted to uh, bring in a multi generational family of customers that have been coming to Youngs over the years. And uh, the good news is we know a lot of those. And uh, one of the first ones that were brought up when we started talking about it was the Klim family. Uh, not only are they uh, a local farming family. Uh, but they, two of them worked here, so we get some good stories from, uh, maybe some good stories. Yeah. At least some good stories. So. Maybe not positive stories, but good <laughs> stories, nonetheless, of, of working here a long time ago. Um, and so we're going to bring them into the podcast studio, even though we've already heard Jim. We <laughs> Welcome. This, we have this illusion that we bring them into the studio. So, Jim, you're, you're You like on. that idea. <laughs> so, Jim, let's start with you. Um, you started working here in the 70s. Uh, who were who your bosses? I had the pleasure of working for... Uh, Carl, Bob, and Bill over the years, different different uh, things I did over the years. But I started with Carl, and I was leading ponies, and uh, we did that. And then uh, they had the Enos Shopper route. A good story about that is uh, so uh, Carl would come and pick me and me and Ben were in sixth grade, and uh, he'd pick us up at Houston. We were the substitute yeah. shopper, and he was always he had he was taking donuts to Enon and one of the red vans, and he'd pick us up, and he dropped us off at the corner of Fowler and Dayton Road. Taylor's Tavern's there now, but it used to be Markov's. And he gave us a, he'd give us a cookie or a donut and bags of shoppers, and we'd deliver all the way to the Enon store. Huh. And then uh, he just never had anybody for that route for a long time. And uh, anyway, so first stop was we walked into Markov's, and I was always just scared to death. You know, I was at this bar, and it was dark <laughs> and dingy. And then we also did Burt's Bar, which was down there in Enon, too. You know, you'd go in there, and it just I was just always terrified. <laughs> But, uh, you know, two uh, 12-year-olds walking down Dayton Road delivering, you know, shoppers get a lot of good stuff happen. Get you, you, mentioned, dogs and, you mentioned the red van. I haven't thought of that red van in so long. Red van, white top. Yep, Dodge. Yeah. Well, I thought there were Fords, but... Uh, oh, okay, that was a Ford. Well, we had a completely red one that was a Dodge. Could be. Yeah. Oh, that was, the, yeah, the second van. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It had the shifter on the uh, dashboard, the three-speed thing. Yeah. And um, automatic... That one had a really good engine in it. It was a 318, I think, if I remember right. Yeah, could be, yeah. That thing would take off. We also had, the, we also had the, the white van that had the cow on it for the longest time, and my mom would pick me up at school from time to time in that white van, which... Yeah. So cool. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> Epically cool. So are you still afraid to go into bars? No. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. No, not at all. So in the Enon, Enon Shopper days, how many times did you get to deliver when uh, Carl or or one of the other deliver folks found a bag of shoppers in the ditch somewhere? 
Yeah, you know, uh, uh, never from us, but uh, a few times, you know. And yeah. Just yeah, so. yeah. I remember doing that sometimes too. Yeah. Just get to pick up the uh, rain, you know, someplace in one of the little uh, plots there in Enon. Didn't get hit every week. Yeah. Occasionally we'd get to the store and think we're done, and then he'd say, "Well, hey, I got another one," and so. We'd load us up and take us somewhere else. That doesn't do seem like one. Carl just to make up extra work for someone. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Here's your donut. Right? <laughs> Get back to work. In certain houses, uh, we knew about certain dogs also. Absolutely. Yes. That's Absolutely. All, always frightened me doing that. Yeah. yeah well, you, you know, we, we did the one route regularly, so uh, we knew, you yeah, know, you, there was you two or three for sure yeah. you, were, you were on guard for. So. Yep. <laughs> You listed a laundry list of other other jobs that you did here. It seemed like you did basically everything that was asked of you at the time. Yeah, you know, it just kind of ebb and flowed there the way the way it worked. I mean, I was a neighbor, neighborhood kid, so, uh, you know, um, both my brothers worked in the barn, so I ended up kind of doing some of that. And um, uh, so, you know, just like I said I worked for all of them. I, after college, I worked. I came back after college. I was farming, and I was working part-time. I was working here full time, and uh, I was bottling milk. That's when I worked for Bob. He was in charge of that. So I actually carried milk in the barn, and then bottled milk uh, in the uh, uh, the rest of the time. And then I didn't know Bob was in the the milk bottling manager for a while. I didn't know that. I'm not sure that was an official title, but (laughs) sort of. Yeah, he was the one that came in every. He's the one I directly reported to. Okay. All right. uh, At that time, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So kind of probably when the store was getting going more Carl was more busy with that sure and uh, yeah this would have been about uh, early 80s yeah so yeah, and Bob wasn't milking at that point I mean right. he was just uh, doing some things kind of behind the scenes like like most of the young stories that we hear is like oh here's a new position someone needs to fill it so you yeah I'm not even sure it was that formal yeah not a sure. defined position like, just like that needs to get done that's not getting done someone do it and right. you happen to walk by and then all of a sudden, you're in charge. <laughs> <laughs> you add that to your business card. Yes. Um, Leslie, hi. Hi. So uh, we were just talking before we actually turned the mics on that uh, I had completely forgotten that you had worked here when you were young as well. Was this your first job? It was my first job. Good good experience, first job? A great experience. Right. Yep. So uh, what, what were some of your responsibilities and duties? I worked mostly dipping ice cream and in the food portion. So I, I vividly remember working here on Saturday and Sunday mornings in high school in the morning, uh, delivering you know breakfast at the counter and taking orders. So, and then in the summer I did work a little bit outside in doing the the farm tours. And I remember I was here the first year the mover and shakers actually opened, and it was. Wow. You know, driven with, I feel like it was a lawnmower. It was. was yeah, yes. the lawnmower. At, at the first. Great, the great yeah. lawnmower. <laughs> so I did do some of that out there a little bit, too. Yeah, that seemed to be an efficient vehicle just because we had it and we didn't have golf carts. But that, that was not not the, the prime vehicle for movers and shakers. No. no. Yeah. Bob, I think Bob's one of Bob's laments. I was like, that mower's never going to make it, which it didn't. <laughs> yeah, for a few years. It made it. it, made it. it. Yeah. Um, so... You and I have some some parallels. You know, our, our families were in business, and we we deviated from said businesses, even though I'm getting pulled back as it, <laughs> as it were. Uh, so, what made you kind of um, say this is the route I want to take when you went to college and say I don't want to be farmer Leslie, I want to be nutritionist Leslie? Sure. I feel like my passion has always been a little bit with nutrition and medicine, which doesn't exactly 
go right into farming exactly and it made it really easy I have a brother that's very passionate about farming so it was an easy transition that he could just really move right in and help dad on the farm and I could you know go to Ohio State and and become a dietitian yeah. you know follow what my passion was so I don't know if I didn't have a brother maybe I'd be taking you know working on the farm was that your plan all along Dan just have one <laughs> you have no choice. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> All right, Albany, why haven't you started working here yet? Because I'm young. Oh, because you're not old enough. I'm just kidding. Do you, do, you think you, do you think you might want to work here when you get older? Yeah. Yeah? What do you think your, your, your job is going to be when you work here? Probably dip in ice cream. You want to dip ice cream? You think? Fantastic. So? I mean, it is fun. Now you, now, you realize you can't eat the ice cream as you're dipping it, correct? Okay. Or lick your fingers. I don't know if that's, that's true. That's I remember part. going into the back and into the back. Yes, you just can't eat it like <laughs> directly out of the container. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. yeah, on break time. Or when you mess up a milkshake and there's like this much left in it, and you're like, I'm gonna pour that in a cup for me. That's later. Gold. Those are Golden Jersey and rules. Those are those are no, <laughs> no longer intact. Those are not dairy store rules. All right, so do you remember coming here? And I know when I say when you're younger because you're only eight, but do you remember when you came here as a smaller smaller lady? What was your What was your first memory of being here at the farm with Let's say, let's say with Grandpa. Uh, probably um, when I was when I was four years old. Yeah. What do you remember doing? Uh, go, doing miniature golf with him. Yeah. Now I heard Grandpa's a pretty good golfer. Is that because he cheats a lot, or is that because he's actually good at mini golf? He's actually good. Actually at good. It. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good answer. Yeah, <laughs> really. Her she, siblings are not so good. Okay. Right. Yeah. And they like to cheat a little bit. Now, how do they, how do your siblings cheat? They like move the ball closer and they get closer to the hole. Now you're you're going beyond the putter length from the wall. Is that what they're doing? Oh, okay. So they're taking liberties with the mini golf rules. Use a foot wedge. That's what we call it. Just kick it a little. Grandpa knows about the foot wedge. <laughs> <laughs> Grant just actually picks up the ball oh, okay. and just, you know, puts it in the hole. So Yeah, we did some videos with Scarlett that we haven't published of her, like, showing this is how you play this hole, and it was basically just her picking it up and running and putting it in the hole. Yeah. Hole in one every time. Yeah, that's Grant. Yeah. All right, Leslie, let's ask you. When you were younger, you've got some more, more years when you were younger. Do you remember coming here as a small lady? Several memories, yeah. yes. I, I really remember the first year, I think, that miniature – Utters and Putters opened, okay. and I thought, obviously, this is the coolest place ever, just a few miles down the road. And I remember my brother had his birthday party here, and I thought I was mildly jealous, you know, that he <laughs> yeah. had the coolest birthday party before me. And I remember, you know, all of his friends and having ice cream and cake up at Utters and Putters. And but I have tons of memories here, you know, throughout the years. Yeah, we. I think I think we had the first. We, I had the first birthday party just to just to try out the room, like when we had the actual birthday party rooms up there. It was yeah at at, at the, the building in the showroom. Yeah, where, yeah. The, where you ring up orders right at Utters and Putters building. Yeah. Right. Hmm. When did we stop doing that? I hadn't thought about that in years. Either. Uh, it, we didn't do it too many years. Okay. It just wasn't. It just wasn't space. conducive to doing normal business in the same space you're having a birthday party from. At plus the the logistics of bringing food to a place that you don't serve food in. Mm, that's true. Um, meals, stuff like that. It was okay. Yeah. It was a good trial. Now we have a much better space. Yeah, the fridge up there isn't really, uh, isn't really great for storing food. No. Other than use lunch. Correct. 
<laughs> jelly. Jelly. Yeah. All right, Jim, I'm not going to ask you about when you came here younger, because that, that's a lot of age spanning. But you've seen them. I mean, you've Ouch. seen. The, Sorry, Jim. Well, he knows. <laughs> He's aware of how old he is. But you've seen the most change. Um, you mentioned the first time you came here was um, with Ben in the 60s. When you say the original dairy store, I, I continue to call the dairy store that we just tore down the original dairy store. But you're talking, I'm talking the, about the, what, the original, yeah. original dairy store. Yeah. Um, so what, um, what have you seen that's evolved in that time span? Well, everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, just uh, uh, just nice progression all the way along there. You know, I mean, you guys, they uh, uh, just evolved into just what you've evolved to. I mean, this, this place is unbelievable. So uh, uh, just a lot of hard work and, uh, you know, uh, do it right and, and it works out, you know. So. Uh, By the way, Jim's got an amazing radio voice, so if either one of you two want to <laughs> – Drop out as host someday. We'll just have just be, have Jim be the John and Jim really? show, or Jim and John <laughs> show. It's interesting. It's amazing, amazing radio voice. So the, the farming uh, thing, if the farming thing doesn't work out. By the way, the pay's no more over here than it is over there. Okay? <laughs> All right, so let's talk. Um, let's talk the evolution of farming because uh, farming has changed infinitely in your time of actually being a farmer. Yeah, it sure has. Yeah, yeah I mean, sure you know, our our family farm took a completely different approach to every other farm. Right. So t talk to us about, so when you started in the, in the 80s, when you started being yeah, on your own? Yeah, uh, 1979 Okay. I, so quote, started farming. And, uh, you know, we just uh, kind of a similar thing, kind of just worked hard at it. and uh, But it's went from, uh, you know, technology has taken over and, uh, uh, you know, equipment's got bigger. And um, it's, a, it's like all businesses, it's way deeper than it looks from the exterior. You know, we do a lot of. A lot of stuff. I, one of the reasons I became a farmer was I didn't grow up on a farm, you know, and, mm. and uh, I thought I uh, was around here. I thought driving tractors seemed like a pretty cool thing. <laughs> <laughs> it still is. is yeah. It? Well, <laughs> it's about 10 percent of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, uh, it's it's that's what kind of drew me into it. But it's just so much more than that. Marketing and purchasing and. All those things. So uh, it's you know it's a great life. And uh, but uh, the technology, you know, nowadays when we uh, when we harvest grain, it's it, it it's uh, the combine keeps track of it. We have a scale on our grain cart that when it dumps on a truck, it knows how many pounds. It sends it to the cloud. We can pull it up on our phone. It's crazy. You know, so um, it's just it's just uh, it's a, you know, technology is full full bore into farming for sure. So are you saying that we gave you the entrepreneurial bug? Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> no, I would say so. Yeah. All right. I, I, you know, I, I wanted to be self-employed. I think. I mean, that's that's must run in the family because Leslie's got that bug, and so done Brian. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, it, I would say for sure. Yeah, we, um, I think I have it somewhere in my notes. But Dad and I were laughing, looking at your notes of. You, know, you asked the the pros and the cons of running your own business, and your answers were. Do you remember what you wrote down? Uh, well, I like being my own boss, yeah. and I and I, then the the con is you get to solve all solve the problems, all problems. <laughs> which is you know that 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 can be a yeah I mean that's the good news and the bad news, right? But uh, solving problems is is part of it. Yeah, that's what you do. You know. Yeah, we were talking that uh, you know neither of us and I, I, neither of you guys really have the I want to go work for somewhere somewhere else type of DNA in your blood, but that's that's something that you can look fondly on. Of like that would be you know clocking out at five, you know getting there at nine, clocking out at five, and then not worrying about what you do until tomorrow at nine a.m. Right. That does seem appealing at times. It's just not. Yes. It's just it's just not for everyone. <laughs> when I and I, I let when I left here in the in eight, 1983, I got a job at Vernet Labs. Okay. And, and uh, 
uh, Dallas Springs, and it was more money, you know, and uh, at, that, at that time it was a union job. So I had that job for, for five years, and it wasn't for me, so I ended up quitting there. But that was exactly when you walk out the door, you punch the time clock, you don't worry about anything until tomorrow, you know. It's, Someday. So, that, you know, I've, I've, <laughs> so it's different. Did yeah. you ever have a, um, you know, growing, growing up down the road from us expanding into different ventures other than, you know, corn and cows, uh, did you ever have, like, your Field of Dreams moment like Dan did of, like, I'm going to put a mini golf course here? Did you ever say, like, I want to do, do something entertaining and, and adventurous? No, uh, I'm not a, you know, I'm not uh, someone that really necessarily enjoys uh, dealing with the public. <laughs> <laughs> And clearly you guys do. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, not that I hate the public, but I'm just saying it's just not something that's, uh, and that, and that, I guess that's why the being a, just being a commercial farmer works out pretty good. You know, I don't have that much interaction necessarily with customers on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. And, you know, the farming, and to one degree, even though it's a different effect, I think, but, you know, you are. And we are here, and we still run a farm, but the, that's a small part of the business. It's more of the entertainment and, and the fun visiting the farm, doing outdoor stuff. We're both really dependent on the weather. And and you, you, the farming is more long-term. Hey, it was a dry spring or a wet spring, or uh, it's not, oh, boy, it rained this weekend, so i got to go harvest next weekend. That's usually not a problem, you know. Right. But we're affected by weather long-term things but also just short-term things here yeah you know, absolutely october this year was just absolutely crazy good weather and so we had absolutely crazy good sales and and a lot of people came here and, and had a great time but if one of those weekends would have rained uh, it would have been a lot different you know and it, yeah. it's just amazing how uh, even all the technology and all that sort of thing i mean technology for here similar uh, story you know technology in the farming but whether it rains or not, or frosts or not, or et cetera, just has a whole lot to do with, uh, at the end of the day, it's difficult to communicate that to folks, how much that affects your bottom line over the year. Yeah, I think I always remember you saying the worst thing that can happen, not the worst thing, but a bad thing that happens is when the weatherman says it's going to rain on Saturday, even though it may not going to be going to rain. Because yeah. that perception keeps customers away from... Yeah. You know, they're, they're going to find something else to do. Yeah, it might be half as many customers visit us that day as opposed to what it would have been. Yeah. And in, and especially when it doesn't rain, it's really frustrating. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes, that, especially when they call, let's say they call rain on Sunday, a week ahead of time. So Saturday's going to be gorgeous. Sunday it's going to rain. Saturday will actually be busier because people will come Saturday, and then all of a sudden Sunday it turns out to be pretty too, and it's just half the people yeah. enjoying yeah. half the lines. Which yeah. Good for them. So. Yeah. All right, Leslie, let's talk about uh, taking credit for your entrepreneurial spirit. Tell us about your business. I'm a registered dietitian, and we have an office in Yellow Springs, and we remodeled an old farmhouse. Uh, Gorgeous one, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. And, yeah, I mean, we have nine registered dietitians, so we meet with clients one-on-one to help improve their health. We see uh, tons of conditions and, you know, eating disorders and pediatrics and all the way, all the... All the health conditions. So it's crazy that you've got nine working with you. It's, yeah. I mean, I knew you win, but yeah, I mean, it's crazy that you've grown at that fast and, and not in a lot of time. Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Is that is it is the same as your dad? You know, you like you like the being in charge of everything slash fixing all the world's problems. Absolutely. Well, I don't love fixing all the world's <laughs> problems, but uh, yeah, definitely. My previous jobs, I felt just very restrained. You know, this isn't how I necessarily what I believe in. You know, medical wise and nutrition wise, and and you know, having to to stick to their protocols and you know, only having 10, 15 minutes with patients and hoping to change their life and their behaviors in that short of time. And so, yeah, it's great to be able to decide exactly how I want to structure everything and do. So you're one of um, a couple of dietitians that I know in the area that I see here often. And I wouldn't say that we have a, a wealth of healthy options, but I, I liked your answer and I'll let y'all let you say it. So, you know, none, none of you, the three, of, the three that I'm thinking of you included, judge anyone for being here, but they say eat moderation, right? Moderation is key. Yeah. You know, uh, just choose what you really enjoy and savor it, you know, and and if you need to watch your portion size is fine, but really it's only a, you know, one meal, one day, you know, if you're, I mean, some people I'm sure eat here every day. In that case, you might want to. Yeah, there's four of them right over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people, you know, I just say, you know, enjoy it, savor it is my motto. One of my girlfriends from college is a registered dietitian and that's exactly what she says yeah you can eat anything you want mm -hmm. absolutely but you know you can't eat a buttermilk chicken sandwich every day yeah but when i come here i have one and it's amazing that's right do, do you have people in your circle that are more restrictive on stuff like that they say that you know absolutely cannot have any kind of fast food ever 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 not any that work for me <laughs> you know i think that most of the the dietitians at clementine are are pretty we all kind of feel the same way, that it's not great for us. We know it's not good for us, but moderation. But there are definitely dietitians that are very strict and, and guilt you and, you know, feel like you shouldn't ever eat that. Yeah, Some do. Like, yeah, it seems like that's not the way to go because no one's ever going to yeah, life eat. Life is short. Right. That's right. Eat yeah. dessert first. Yeah. yeah. Have ice cream for that's dinner grandma, every that's now and That's what Grandma Joe would say. We did yeah. have, we, I let Scarlett have ice cream for dinner, uh, you know, one time we were here in the fall and we had had a long day and we had a giant ice cream coming at like five and I was like you know that's good she's like we're having this for dinner I said yes and then of course two days later well we can just have ice cream and I was like no no <laughs> this is not like an everyday kind of opportunity where you'd have ice cream for dinner but just because right. your last name is young doesn't mean you get to have ice cream for dinner all the time. <laughs> I mean Albany would you have ice cream for dinner every day if you could no really what <laughs> Are you just saying that because your mom's, mom's a dietitian? <laughs> that's She's like, that's not a good idea. I recognize. <laughs> All right, Albany, I have an important question for you. I'm going to put you on the spot. So you get to make up your own ice cream flavor, any ingredients that you want. It could be, could even be a favorite flavor from somewhere else. That's okay. Tell us what flavor that we need to make. Uh, probably um, nerds ice cream. <laughs> what? Nerds. 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 Ooh. Now, what flavor nerds? Uh, probably the purple kind. The grape. Yeah. I like the I like the strawberry, the pink ones. I don't know if that would I don't know if that would make it through the. Uh, hmm. You like Sour Patch Kids. I've seen Sour Patch Kids ice cream out there. Ooh, interesting. It's a it's at Kroger. I haven't felt I like Sour Patch Kids and I like ice cream. I haven't felt the need that I want to do both at the same well, time. I sort of need to taste that. I'm not sure how that would work. And a you nerd have the either. sweet and the sour. So what would be the flavor of the ice cream itself? It's got nerds in it. Ooh. What's the flavor of the ice cream? Is it vanilla? Is it chocolate? Is it caramel? Is it probably vanilla? Vanilla. Vanilla with grape nerds. Yeah. Grape nerds. Mm. 
I don't know if they would. I don't know if they would melt in the process because those things are pretty fragile. Do you like how you just threw that idea out? We're all <laughs> trying to figure out how we could do it. So the, the reason <laughs> I asked Albany is because when we we did the the fifth generation young, so Scarlett and uh, Avery Griffin and Amelia, Scarlett actually came up with the flavor on the episode, and it's over there in the dipping case right now, peppermint hot cocoa. That would be amazing if they actually brought your flavor to. Because here's the, here's the good news is I love nerds. So even if we got a bunch of nerds and the ice cream flavor didn't work, you and I can just. Eat the get nerd. down on nerds. Yeah, and about three <laughs> or four years ago now, you know, Avery came up with another flavor, a yeah. lemon blueberry cheesecake. It's a bestseller now. So, you know, it wouldn't... By the way, that's how we figure out flavors of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> it's not all that scientific. It's like, hmm, hmm, how would that work? What does, it, what does it go with? And sometimes we try them, and they never are seen again. <laughs> and sometimes they keep showing up every once in a while. Yeah, like cayenne dark chocolate or whatever. Yeah. Seemed like a... Oh, it is. Still a good idea. <laughs> and it's delicious. It's just, no one wants to buy it. No one wants spicy ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Albany, what's your favorite thing to do here on the farm? Uh, do the car- corn maze. Now, you said that in your notes, and so I wanted to ask you about this. So, I'm not... A f- <laughs> I'm, I didn't grow up in a farming family like you grew up in a farming family. Your farming family is like a legit farm. We're a dairy farm, a little bit different. When people say, I want to go to the corn maze, I always go, really? Like, you want to pay us to get lost in a corn maze? Because when I was your age, that seemed to be the scariest thing that would ever do. Because me and Jesse would go out in the corn maze, get lost for a while, and then we'd do the old, just follow a row out. You might not end up on the same road you started in, but you'd get out. You, you like going through the corn maze. Okay. So does a Scarlet. Scarlet loves it, too. I mean, you know. Hi. And so this goes back to, to you know, this is always amazing to me, is that it isn't like... You don't have a cornfield to walk through <laughs> at home. <laughs> and so when I we first, 20 whatever years ago, we did our first corn maze. One of the, I was up, it was up uh, farther away from here, but I was up just chatting with people going in and li- chatting with them when they came out. Uh, at that point, they had to walk to it and walk back. We didn't have a wagon ride going back and forth. But one of the first weekends, a family went through and I was kind of irritated with them because they didn't follow the directions. I said, family, keep together, stay with your kids. Because uh, at the, at the, at the, one of the first people out was the father. And then, you know, he goes, I don't know where they are. I go, I don't either, you know. <laughs> and so they finally come out. And then he goes, you know, I really don't quite understand what I just did. And I go, yeah. And he goes, I'm a corn farmer. And I came to you and paid you money to walk through your cornfield. And at that moment, I said, this works. Because <laughs> it is true. He had a cornfield, but he didn't have a cut in a maze. Right. That's the thing. The paths make it a lot easier to walk in. For sure. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. And and, and and the other stuff to do here, too, it all works together. But, oh, yeah. you know, uh, I like your answer. Yeah. Maybe you could talk Grandpa just to make in a couple circles out in the field one day. A little less profitable, but, no. you know. <laughs> the only time the, the only time the corn maze is not as fun is when it's like 95 degrees because yes. you can't you get no airflow in a cornfield so it's just sun on you and hot and then you're lost you know so that's not my favorite part but this fall was perfect we wandered through the corn maze a ton yeah the first trip the first trip through that we took not the first weekend in august but the second week in august was a little warm then every other time it was it's great yeah. You just need like a secret like um, call out to the people in your party. Yeah. Who do you? Yeah, figure out where they are. <laughs> Take some flares in with you in case. 
Yeah, so Jim, I saw another uh, job that you did here back in the day was leading ponies. Yeah. Yeah, in a circle. That, yeah, that was the first uh, yeah, the first job I ever did. And uh, uh, Honey and Honey Bee, I believe, were the ponies. That's what I was going to ask you. Do you remember the name <laughs> yeah. of the ponies? Honey Bee yeah. was the one that would bite you. Or bite yes. You a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or occasionally reach around and try to bite the kid that's on there. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that, yeah, for quite a while. And then I remember I'd always... I was probably 11 or 12, and uh, then I always remember going in there, and Carl would get, he would actually pay me out of the cash register. You know, I think I made 60 cents an hour, I think, when I started it. Oh, I got 50 cents an hour. Wow, well, you're older out? than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Inflation. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was a, you know, that, that was really the first thing I ever did. Then I became the stock boy in the store, mm-hmm. and uh, on, only on weekends, and, um, you know, the place was just absolutely crazy packed. That's That was what you call the original dairy store yeah. and uh not you know the progress to that but uh, uh yeah there was that was a great idea carl you know obviously carl he had some great great visions of way to, ways to get customers here mm-hmm. the ponies was that was a great idea sure. and it worked yep. yeah yeah we anytime we post one of these old pictures on facebook that's what people bring up the ponies or the, the calf in the front window you know those are all his ideas mm-hmm. right. as, far yeah. as i'm aware i mean those are those are things that still people still talk about that you know 50 years ago or 60 years right. ago right oh yeah yeah i'm not even sure when when did you quit doing ponies oh boy i couldn't give you a year it, it would have been in it's the been a long 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 time mid 70s i would think or early 80s something like that mm-hmm. um, that we stopped doing on a regular basis and then we did it at farm festival weekends yeah we while. did it for a while there uh, uh, folks that had five or six ponies right. that come in in, in, a, in a circle thing, but um, yeah, we we since supplanted it with other stuff. Yeah, we never had ponies when I was working the farm festival. No, it would have been way before my time. Yeah, I want to say the you know we got to the forty forty second farm festival. I want to say we stopped somewhere in the twenties, so twenty ish years ago. Yep. Yeah. We did right. have the pumpkin slingshot though yes for a couple of years got i ran that questions. i ran that the first year got lots of questions about that this fall we'll <laughs> all right so um talking about uh you know family traditions you know we obviously have ours you know christmas morning we get together here as an extended family and have our our christmas breakfast usually anywhere from 40 to 60 people depending on who's available and who shows up uh scarlet and uh, katie and jesse's kids we get together in front of the pumpkin patch sign so, you know, we have our family traditions. What are your guys' family traditions from being here so long? I mean, we spend just so much time here, you know, to be honest with the family, just, you know, Sunday mornings before and after church. I mean, I think every kid's baptism, we have had the family meal at the Golden Jersey Inn after their baptism at, at Bethel down the, the road. And then, I mean, uh, the... Nana and Grandpa take all the grandkids at Memorial Day when you guys have the carnival here. Mm-hmm. They typically do that, and we always get pumpkins and we always get Christmas trees here as you know our immediate family. So uh, that's a tradition within our family. Those are the main things that I can remember. The last day of school, we always come here after they get out of school uh, with the kids. Typically, it's a half day, and we come here after school. So those are the ones that come to mind for me. What about you, Grandpa? Uh, so, somewhat ditto, but uh, uh, you know, we, we we Mary and I eat breakfast here a lot. On we we generally go out for breakfast on Sundays, so uh, at least half the half the Sundays we probably eat breakfast here or something. And uh, 
just used to seeing, you know, seeing familiar faces and whatnot. So, um, seen Darren come in with his hunting gear. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. I didn't get a chance. And was he successful? Probably not. Uh, if he was having breakfast. He, I, he didn't. I didn't get that answer. Okay, all right. But uh, well, he would have told you. So yeah. he wasn't. <laughs> I think he just likes to dress up. Yeah, sure. Yeah, just okay. keep warm. <laughs> I told him about a large deer I saw yesterday on Collier Road that, you know, that he needs to maybe be relocated. Keeping an eye out for. <laughs> It's funny, um, when Scarlett was, I don't know, probably two or three, uh, she had her first picture on, on one of the play tractors and was with Granddad, and I you know, posted on Facebook, because, of course, if you didn't post it on Facebook, it didn't happen. And all of my you know, high school friends were like, oh, I remember my first picture, or here's my kid's first picture. That was when I really took hold of, this isn't just like a cool ice cream hangout. Like, everybody has, whether it's an annual tradition or just like it's the first ice cream cone or the first time they sit on the tractors, like, everyone has like a moment here if you stay in the area, you have the continuum of those moments. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. Yes. Because it's not just, I mean, we talk about, and our customers certainly talk about the, the, the generational, like the cool, coolness of our generational business. So we're, I'm fourth generation, Dan's third generation, second, first generation before them. I like, that's cool that we're still a continuing business that's multi-generational, but that's why we wanted to bring you guys in. Because it's, it's also cool to hear the stories of you guys have been coming here for a long time. You continue to have new family traditions. As you guys keep having kids, you keep having baptisms. <laughs> Not to go in Jersey Ann anymore, but you know you're, yeah. you still have uh, fun traditions here. So I think that's really special. You know, one uh, we were talking about on the way down here. You know, we we're hoping that you know some of our grandkids end up working here. One of the things that uh, it's always been Young's has been great about is it's a great place for kids to get their first job. It's always you know it's just uh, you know it's going to be a wholesome environment. Uh, you're going to teach kids how to work. You teach kids how to act right and. Uh, so we're looking forward to uh, yeah. some of these guys. You know, you're like uh, you're like ten dollars and fifty cents an hour right now. <laughs> I mean, by yeah, the time you uh, start working, it'll be more than that. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and uh, uh, there's been a there's been a ton of people that this was their first job. Oh, yeah. Obviously, uh, I don't know how many over the years, but it's got to be. Ben and I, we we tried to figure that out, and it's somewhere between four and five thousand folks What's since saying? the '60s that uh, has worked here. And yeah, the vast majority of them is their first job, right? And know, it yeah. still is that way. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, a, things know. change, but they remain the same. As a first job, folks, you know, teaching them the things that you just mentioned, you know, and how to show up, and how to be focused and engaged, and all that sort of thing. You know, and as a parent, it's a you know, it's a good you know, there's going to be a good place, good environment for your kids. Not that other first jobs aren't but you, you just know this place is going to be a good you know, no, well, we're the best Everyone <laughs> else. Exactly. Yeah, I was trying to say that without saying it I mean that's I think that's why we've had a less of a hard time than others have and during the last couple of years of finding good workers because there's a a lot of high schools and colleges around here that kids need work but right. we do have a great reputation for a good first job. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. not a, it's not a cupcake first job. You're going to work, but it's right. it's a comfortable environment for people to get experience in working with people. Yeah, you know, dealing with deal, just dealing with the public, dealing with the co co employees and all that kind of good stuff. So yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's a- so it's Avery, I say Avery starts here in a month. She'll be our first fifth generation young to start working. So she she seems to be excited about it. Oh, cool. It's so important, I think, like that our kids have experience in customer service. Because I think it makes you a better customer in the end because you have more yeah. understanding of what's going on. So if you're waiting at a restaurant, things are taking forever. You're thinking, well, I don't know, someone's struggling in the kitchen. Maybe they lost a staff member. Like, I think it just changes the way you understand, you know, being at a business. Um, 
which, you know, is a good thing and a bad thing. I mean, we're in customer service, so I feel like we're always trying to help the server. Like, it's okay. We'll figure it out. Don't worry. Um, but, you know, we've already told our seven-year-old, almost eight-year-old, um, yeah, you're going to work there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not sure how often. It's a 35-minute drive from home, but that's okay. It's all uh, right. It's probably the number one thing we hear about from our staff and former staff, even decades ago staff. They say, you know, the things that I learned while working here is uh, you mentioned working with guests and working with your coworkers. You know, learning how to work with people and you get a large selection of people to deal with here um, because we have so many that, that show up here. So different needs, you know, happy ones, sad ones, <laughs> uh, irritated, happy, whatever. You know, all sorts of things. So you get to deal with that and learn to do it, especially uh, a kid that starts here and then stays here for two or three or four years like many of them do is they, they uh, will be usually be semi-promoted into like a leader position, leading a shift or something like that or being in charge of some part of the business where we're going and uh they just they tell us that years you know in the future whatever their job is if you know how to deal and work with people you're going to do better you just are and um and so anyway it's always good to hear back stories about that yeah albany i loved working at utters and putters <laughs> i i thought it was better even than working in the dairy store because you got to be outside all and, summer. And you don't like dipping ice cream, so. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, you know. It's some so of the fun. Some of the flavors are fine to scoop, but some of them are really tough. Yeah, but everybody's yeah. happy when they're getting ice yeah. cream. I, so, yeah. But everybody's happy when they're playing mini golf. That's well, true. Unless they lose. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, loved, I loved it. Because yeah. I got to be outside and, you know. Of course, when I. Where would you want to work? Where would you want to work? Probably at the dairy station. Yeah. Dip an ice cream. You want to dip ice cream and make you milkshakes? You are guaranteed a job if yeah. that's what you say is my <laughs> favorite thing to do. Guarantee it. And Avery's going to be your boss, so good luck. How old are you? Eight. Well, your interview's over. You're hired. <laughs> Six years from now. See you in a couple years, yeah. <laughs> we'll lock you in at, a, at the twelve fifty rate. Yeah. See what it is in yeah. six years. Yeah. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's okay with she's that. She's like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't know how much comes out in taxes. Fourteen fifty on the weekends. <laughs> All right, so Jim, we talked about uh, all the things that have changed uh, since you remember coming here in the 60s to now. What what has been a constant? What hasn't changed? Well, I think we were kind of touching on that. You know, it's it's, it's uh, the place has always had uh, great great management, great uh, I, I I like the word integrity. Uh, you know, it's just it's always that that's always been a constant, and uh, that and I think that's why you guys are so successful. So. And the ice cream. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you know, you're, you know, you're innovative. Yeah. Uh, you're always trying new stuff, and uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but uh, it's amazing. It's come a long way. So speaking of, uh, Leslie, I'll, I'll ask you, what has been, the, from an outsider's perspective, what has been the most important thing that we've added or thing that we've changed? Well, that's a tough one. I mean, I think that you've stuck to your roots. So, you know, with the ice cream, you know, and the and the dairy store, I mean, a lot of people come here for the food and the ice cream. But obviously, I love the entertainment, you know, just adding on the golf and, and you know, the we love the season passes that have come on in the last few years. So I think we're, we're in the third year of yeah. getting ready mm -hmm. to... If Santa brings oh, uh, a season crossed. pass this year, so you know that's great for us, a local, you know, with with young kids. So I've seen quite a few Santa orders of Club Calvin passes already. So you might be you might be in store, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> All right, Albany, you get the last question of the show. Are you ready? Yeah. What is the next thing that we need to do here? 
what, what's the next feature that we need to add or whatever? What do you think would be really fun? What activity or what? Maybe add like a roller coaster. Oh. <laughs> Deal. Dan and I are going to, we're going to a, a conference in Orlando this week with a bunch of like play spaces and bounce houses. Like they've got a, a whole room of bounce houses. It's really unfair that like you guys won't be there. I mean, like the kids won't be there. I'll take a video and send it to your mom's so <laughs> sushi. The but they have indoor roller coasters. I don't think indoor roller coasters is what we got got planned, but it's a good thought. But you're fun. bringing back the bounce house? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it's funny. When I tell people about the show, I mean, there is, uh, you've been to the Columbus Convention Center before. Yes. Like there is a space that big of just bounce houses. And then there's like three other spaces of other activities to do. Like, wow. They actually sell kids passes to like the parents, to go in. Yeah, to go yeah. in and just like use it as a play area. Like that's not where we're going. We're not going to Orlando to to play to, to bounce. So you're not going to tell us the secret, like what you're going to look at, to look and research. We've mentioned it before, but it's a carousel. Ooh. But it's a, an investment. That's why we're going to go talk about it. We love those. Yeah. That would be fun. We love the one at the zoo. Mm-hmm. It's so fun because it it's only may or may not be included in Club Cabin when we get it. So yeah, actually probably will be. Yeah, I just I didn't want to. If anyone's listening, I didn't want this to be cemented in time. <laughs> could be, could not be. I'm trying to be yeah. a politician. Here. Might be. We'll, see. well, yeah, we'll consider it down the road. Well, the fact that the slide is on Club Calvin is legit because mm-hmm. you can't go down that slide three times. Like, you got if you're going down that slide, you're going to go down like 35 times. You know, so on Club Calvin, it's definitely worth it. How many times does Grandpa go down the slide? Have yeah. you gone down the slide a lot, Jim? Uh, no, I, I, I rode the slide, I think, with you guys. Okay. I don't know if I've rode it with grandkids, actually. He, he de- I think you rode it at the carnival, maybe. Is that what you're thinking about? Oh, the carnival. Maybe. Oh, the carnival, yeah. Right. Maybe. I don't know if he's been down the, the actual yard. It's been a while. Slide. I can tell you that. Okay. It's been a while. <laughs> it didn't seem like your activity, but, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, guys. Albany, great job. Radio professional. you got your first podcast under your, under your belt. You can go back to school and say I'm a, I'm a radio star now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate yeah, it. Thanks. It was, yeah. it was enjoyable. Good. Glad I could do it. Yeah. Great. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Sunday Chat with the Young. Find out more about Young's Jersey Dairy and be sure to catch up on all of our episodes at youngsdairy.com. See you soon.